We all have an inner voice, self-talk. You know, the running commentary you have going on in your head throughout the day. The question is, is your self-talk helping you or getting in your way? You've tuned into Scattered, Focus, Done. Reimagining Productivity with ADHD, a podcast for ADHD adults like you who want to learn how to adopt the best strategies, tools, and skills to get your essential work done in a way that works with the way your brain is wired. I'm Marla Cummins, and I'm glad you're joining me today on this journey to reimagining productivity with ADHD so you can get what is important to you done without trying to do it like everyone else. What is the last thing you said to yourself before starting to listen to this podcast? As I said before, even though that commentary is running through your brain throughout the day, I'm guessing you probably can't remember. That is because it usually flies just under the radar. And when it helps you to guide you in a positive way, that's obviously a good thing. For example, when you got up this morning, you may be running through what you need to do for that day. Maybe you told yourself you want to make sure to have a healthy breakfast with protein so you're ready for the day. Where it becomes problematic, though, is when you engage in negative self-talk, the kind that gets in your way of being who you want and acting in ways that help you reach your goals. This is that insidious voice in your head that maybe shames you and beats you up, telling you, I can't ever get my work done on time. I'm always late. Why can't I be like everyone else? I'm hoping after listening to this podcast, you'll be in a better place to consciously both engage in more positive self-talk and also catch yourself when you do engage in negative self-talk. So you can start to reframe it so it doesn't get in your way. Negative self-talk, also referred to as an inner critic, gremlin, or saboteur, is that self-sabotaging inner voice that can hold you back from accomplishing your goals. So where does it come from? One place is from the people in your life. Maybe your parents, former teachers, your partner, boss, or others with messages such as, he doesn't work up to his potential. She's not reliable. He is often late on delivering, etc. And unfortunately, over time, you may have come to internalize some of this feedback so it has become part of your belief system. These inner critics also may have become louder over time because of past failures due to untreated or even undiagnosed ADHD. So now you may continue to heap this criticism on yourself. And this negative self-talk just reinforces your feelings of not being good enough and gets in the way of taking effective action, action that could help you be successful. The good news is, you do have control over stopping this negative self-talk. Ready to stop being your own worst critic so you can move forward? To become aware of how your self-talk may be hindering you from being and acting in alignment with your values so you can reach your goals, ask yourself, where am I resisting taking action? Where am I making a lot of excuses? Where am I saying I'll try instead of I will? Where am I giving up right away as soon as something is not working? And last, where am I not following through on my intentions? Then, pay attention to and maybe even take notes on the self-talk you are using in these moments. 
Let's start by looking at one of the more insidious sources of your inner critic, perfectionism. If perfectionism is one of your challenges, your inner critic may often be telling you, this is not good enough. We can see this play out in the example of Isaiah, who struggled to keep on top of his email. I know this may be a mundane example, but it gets the point across. Anyway, over time, he became aware of the self-talk that was getting in his way with messages such as, I don't want them to think I don't know what I'm talking about. Another message he heard often was, they may think I'm lazy or don't care if I don't add enough detail. And this last one, I need to make sure there aren't any mistakes. Because whenever he thought about his email, it felt so daunting to write what he thought was the perfect email. Isaiah, as you might imagine, often procrastinated tending to his email, which led, yes, to an ever-growing backlog. So to turn this around, Isaiah began reframing his self-talk with more helpful messages such as, it's better to send a short response rather than not responding at all. They don't want to read a long email, they just want an answer. And if they have questions, they'll ask me. So where are you resisting taking action because of perfectionism? And how can you change the self-talk that is contributing to this so you can start taking effective action? The other self-talk that may be getting in your way is when you tell yourself, I have to, when it comes to a particular task. And you do this in an effort to use force to get yourself into action. But using force, whether it's from you or from other people, will likely backfire. Because force just doesn't work, especially for ADHD adults. Think of what happens when you feel forced. I'm guessing you feel resentful and resist doing the task, right? In fact, Isaiah began to notice that as soon as he said, I have to get this email done, he would feel stressed and overwhelmed. And then yes, he would avoid his email. So he worked on changing his authoritarian self-talk into messages that conveyed he had a choice by telling himself, I'm choosing to respond to these emails because one, communicating in a timely way is important to me. And I will feel less overwhelmed if I stay on top of my emails. The third one, I'll be more confident that things are not falling through the cracks. Isaiah found that when he reminded himself why he would choose to stay on top of his emails, instead of using force, he was, yes, less likely to procrastinate. So where are you trying to force yourself to do something by telling yourself, I have to? And how can you change these messages to convey the idea that you do have a choice? A third form of self-talk that may be contributing to your procrastination is when you say to yourself, I should. Sometimes this is referred to as shoulding yourself. When you do this, you are telling yourself that you must do something different from what you are doing. That is, there are rules that you and others must follow. For example, Isaiah would should himself when it came to email with statements like, I should never make a mistake when writing an email. Another one he told himself is, as a professional, I should always write thoughtful and detailed emails. And the third one, 
I should always prove to people that I know what I'm talking about so they think I'm competent. Obviously, Isaiah couldn't follow these rules as he was going to make mistakes and couldn't always write detailed emails to prove he was competent. He just didn't have the time. So while he was using these shoulds to try to motivate himself, he ended up feeling guilty and frustrated. And then as a result, he ended up, yes, putting off tackling his email. I'm sure the same happens to you when you fall short of your shoulds. The key to countering these shoulds is to replace these messages with ones that are more helpful, of course. Isaiah's replacement messages included, I'll do the best I can, but making the occasional mistake is unavoidable. A second one he used was, with all the work on my plate, it's just not possible to write lengthy emails each time. Again, I'll do the best I can to convey the information, and if they have questions, I'm sure they'll ask me to clarify. The third one he used is, though some emails will inevitably slip by, I'll also do my best to reply in a timely way. So what should messages do you have that are just not matching up with reality and causing you to feel guilty and then procrastinate? How can you change your should messages so the task does not feel so daunting? As the need for immediate gratification is common for ADHD adults, the fourth type of self-talk that may be getting in your way of starting and following through on your work is when you say to yourself, I must finish now. When you say this to yourself, you may also think, I'll never be able to finish this. And you may say also, I have too much on my plate and don't have time to finish this now. Or the third one, if I can't finish it, I might as well not start. Then the overwhelming pressure that comes with needing to finish the task right away, as you might imagine, will cause you to put it off. Isaiah also felt the same pressure when he says to himself, I must finish, get through all these emails right now. So the key to reducing this pressure is to focus, instead of finishing now, on persistent starting. And Isaiah was able to do this by setting aside dedicated 15 to 30 minute blocks of time during his workday to process his email and reminded himself, I can get through what I need to if I focus on my email during these times and I just need to start, but I don't need to finish them all right away. So where are you procrastinating and where are you telling yourself I must finish and then procrastinating because of the pressure? What would help you focus on persistent starting instead? The last and fifth form of self-talk that may be causing you to procrastinate is when you think about one of your tasks or projects as being too monumental. And this can happen when you say to yourself, how can I ever create this training, write this report, finish my dissertation? It's just too big. And you also may say to yourself, I better get this right. This is too important to get wrong. And then... Like the other forms of self-talk, you end up getting overwhelmed and then, yes, procrastinating. For Isaiah, this happened when he was dealing with emails that seemed really complicated, 
would require a few steps and quite a bit of time. The alternative is to focus on one step at a time and just focus on doing the very next action possible. Isaiah used this strategy with regards to his email by reminding himself, I can figure out how to answer this email. I just need to do it one step at a time. And then he would ask himself, what is the first step I need to take? And then continue to ask himself, what is the next step? You can't get a lot of your task or projects done right away, at least not in this moment, but you can do them one step at a time. What is one of your projects or tasks that seems so big to you? And what is the next manageable action step you could take? And when can you do this? Which of the negative self-talk messages are you using that may be contributing to your procrastination in one or more areas? And if your inner critic were not sitting on your shoulder right now, how could you change these messages to make it easier to follow through? That's it for now. I'm really glad you joined me and stayed until the very end. If you're interested in learning more about my work with adults with ADHD, I hope you'll check out my website, marlacummins.com. Of course, if you've learned a thing or two from today's podcast, which I hope you have, please also pass along the link to anyone else in your circles you think might benefit. And until next time, this has been Scattered, Focus, Done. And I'm Marla Cummins, wishing you all the very best on your journey to reimagining productivity with ADHD.